there's that theme song that we don't hear. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I want that as like my wedding march, but I know that's like very culturally appropriate. I never had a wedding march at my wedding, basically, but... Talking about culturally appropriate. Um, so the, so today we're talking about the first three episodes of season two of Indian Matchmaking mm-hmm. um, because it's great. Um, but there, And yeah. I forgot how much I love this show. It's so good. It's so good. Even well, Andrew loves it. There's just like, and you know what's really heartening to me is like so much of it I'm like, oh, like this is so speaking my language. Like this is like mm-hmm. my family, my culture. Like I'm so yes. like, used to seeing this. I'm like, would this translate to other people like who aren't familiar with it? And it does. Mm. And I'm like, that's so great. Yes. And Andrew has so many opinions. I mean, to the <laughs> point he's like, I can't watch this person. I need you to fast forward. Oh my God. And I'm like, I can't fast forward on yeah, this person. <laughs> like they're like, he's like with certain people, every time this person, I just need to leave the oh room. Oh my God. So keep Can going. you imagine we'll if go he watched that. like an episode of The Bachelor or something? He would oh, lose his no. mind. Uh, and like, that's the thing. It's the whole thing of like Andrew and I, we watch Below Deck, yes. uh, 30 Rock right now and just like certain shows. And then- I have my housewives and it is the whole thing where he comes in and it'll be halfway through Bev and it's like, well, what's she saying? Oh, is that the girl who like stole the money? You know what I mean? And it's like, this is my safe. I want to be on an island with this show and not like having to explain. Yes, exactly. You know, you just want to hang out with your friends and not just like explain like why that person's screaming at that person (laughs) over petty shit. Do you ever get that with Patrick? Yes. Um, some like with the bachelorette, actually this last episode, because he had missed a, a few, like he had seen like the first episode yeah. and then nothing. And he was jumping back into the pool. Yeah. So I kind of had to explain things and I'm like trying to explain it while also listening. And I'm just yes. like, yeah, I can't do both at once. So just like, what are your questions? Let me pause it and then shut up. <laughs> Well, and then even with Indian matchmaking, I was like, because it was like Nadia. Yeah. And I was like, well, she was on last season. And then I was like, I'm not going to go into what happened with her and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, like we covered like is did, did Nadia tell the truth first season? And we'll go into yes. that and all that kind of yes. stuff. And that's why I was like, it's complicated. Yeah. So anyway, that's what today's episode is about. But there's a bunch of like updates and like South Asian related news items that oh my gosh. we need to talk about. She-Hulk. Did you write down She-Hulk starts? <gasps> okay, but that uh, on the 19th. I am so confused because there's two She-Hulks. Or is is Jamila Jamil in one show? In th- She's in it. Yeah. So she is not actually She-Hulk. She's an character in she-hulk unclear but uh what's that hot guy's name i love i'm looking it up original hulk mark mark ruffalo mark ruffalo it's his daughter tatiana maslany plays i maybe she-hulk okay i thought it was his daughter and she teaches him how he teaches her how to be she-hulk and then i thought that and i'm assuming all this and she's a lawyer and stuff and I don't know why I thought that um, Jamila was her friend that so also she, has superpowers. Or she plays Titania, okay. and 
I, okay, so she's her own. She's not She-Hulk. She's not She-Hulk, but she maybe she is a friend of She-Hulk. Though. I legit thought it was going to be like Jamila in ripped pants. I thought she was going to be She-Hulk. And like a yeah. sports bra so I'm, and, and, and in green. So, okay. so joke's on us. Okay, but absolutely going to watch it for sure. Um, and she looked, did you see her picture for the premiere? She looked incredible. She had this like Marvel-themed beaded dress. Yeah, she goes for it when she yeah and like and I know um what's who's she married to again? I she's not married to him, but they might as well be. James Blake is her partner. James Blake, and she has some very interesting like things to say about her relationship on her podcast, which I know we've talked about it a lot, but just like the ways that you know, I appreciate people who look at relationships in not like super traditional ways. And yeah. um, and she's kind of like, you know, she's the type of person who would be open to like open relationships, blah, 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 blah. But she's like, mm. her and James just seem like they have like a really open communication line about like mm-hmm. what they want from each other and what they don't want. And, and they like live communally with like their friends. And oh, in a house. Yeah, they like all live together and that's and they're fine. Like that's how they want to live for now. They don't want to have kids. I would love that house tour. Not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like probably just a bunch of really cool people because um, they're both really cool. I think the thing I admire about her is like you look at someone like her and you think like she's beautiful. She's successful. She has it all. But she has not shied away from talking about her poor body image that she's yeah, had in the and past. and her struggles with eating disorders. And her struggle yeah. with eating disorders and depression and stuff like that. And it's just like the smoke and mirrors kind of, she turns off the smoke machine and just kind of tells it like it is. Yeah, I mean, she will talk about just how difficult so much of her life has been, like a lot of the trauma she's been through and how she's been able to work through it and how she's still working through a lot of it, which is like, yeah. you know... It's just helpful, I think, to hear people we admire telling stories like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, but back to originally. So, um, so there's a new podcast that I don't know if it's come mm. out yet or it's coming out. And it's called The Mustay Bitches, <laughs> which yes. um, is our tagline one. But um, it's uh, it's Teresa Judice and... A woman. Who is that other woman? So she has another podcast called like Side Piece or something where she talks to like side characters on Bravo shows. Oh, interesting. Um, Yeah. Like, I don't know how she's clearly like connected in the Bravo universe somehow because like she gets good guests. She gets good guests and she's like now co-hosting a podcast with Teresa. Right. Which like I don't have any interest in that podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's I think it's hard when you like I feel like at this point in 2022 August like if you're into podcasts you kind of have the podcasts you listen to lined up in your life. Yeah, You have a roster. You have a roster and life is hectic and we're all tired and we're all busy and it's hard to think of fitting in another podcast especially a Teresa Judice one. Well so so they named it Namaste Bitches. Yeah. Let's be clear the Teresa's mm. obviously a white Italian woman but um mm-hmm. the other host is also white mm-hmm. and um 
you know, I, I DM'd her because I was like... Teresa or the blonde? The blonde. Um, okay. I can't remember. I think her name might be Melissa. I'm not sure. But, you know, I just okay. DM'd her to say, like, it doesn't feel appropriate for Good two for white women to be using this as the name of their yeah. podcast. Like, you know, it's different when it's a brown person saying it or a brown mm-hmm. person with a friend like you who's white, but like, I've invited you into this space. Exactly. Like, this is a whole thing that we have like built together. And it's not like, ugh, there's some sort of connection behind using that word versus, and then I was like, and she explained to me that, I guess Teresa. She wrote you back. Okay, so it continues. Yeah, so Teresa, I guess, maybe thought of it because she's really into like yoga and wellness. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's said at the end of yoga classes a lot. But even that is problematic (laughs) to some extent because it's been appropriated by like white culture to like use this word and 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 come up with all these meanings for what it is that isn't Mm -hmm. actually even true um especially Mm. in the yoga space and we've talked a lot about cultural appropriation in in yoga spaces um and then the and then i looked at the description of the podcast and it's just like about does it have anything to do with yoga and holistic no it's about nothing (laughs) like i don't know what it's about honestly but it's not at all about like any of that so i i just Mm -hmm. like don't even get why it's called that I guess mm-hmm. also and um did she acknowledge I can see where you're coming from this is blah 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 um I'm not sure that she like, said that exactly she didn't really apologize or anything which she, she didn't need to apologize really right I just said like you know I don't I don't think especially people in the South Asian community are really gonna appreciate this and mm. that's you know, I'm assuming that's a part of your audience that you want to reach, but it's up to you. Or not. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe, not. You know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds really negative. Maybe they're just throwing a wide net and be like, bravo fans, whoever, I think, like, just I, come, come hither. I think that's true. But it's also like, you want to be, at least I would want to be like inclusive of everyone. And if the 100%. name of my podcast, for some reason, like alienated a certain group of people or made them feel anything weird about their their culture I would worry about that I would not I would not want that so I wanted to tell her that I told her that she said some stuff saying like there was no intention behind this of whatever and I and I didn't it's not well, always about even more intention. Of a cop out. Can I throw it? Does that feel like even more of a cop out? There's no intention behind this? Yeah, well, this? it's kind of like, well, often microaggressions and things like this. This isn't even a microaggression. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it, it it feels not great to me as someone who's that, brown. Yeah, I seeing hear that. It, I hear that. That I'm like, it, it doesn't really matter what your intention was. Like, this is how it makes people feel. So like, mm-hmm. are you going to do mm-hmm. something about it or are you not? And the impression I got from the end of our conversation was, I don't think they're going to change anything about it. Maybe they will. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't say for sure, but she was she was respectful and she heard me out and she told me, you know, we weren't trying to like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, OK, that's fine. And here's the impact of what's happening because of this. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so I just wanted to like mention that 
because I think I think it's important. It's sort of an interesting thing that's related to a lot of what we talk about on this podcast. Well, and then it's like for me, I don't know. Does it feel weird now with our sign off or anything? Well, that, and that was the other thing. I was like, I don't. Plus, it's like don't take our sign off. <laughs> right, right. But actually, I don't. I don't really care about that. I'm not like. It's just hard because it's like, like, listen, like I with Teresa, it's like she voted. She loves Trump, you know, or she loved Trump. Yeah. You know, she's like, she's. I don't think she's a deep person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word, or like. I mean, she's had life experience, but she chose Louie. And yeah. so it's just like, I don't think we're like breaking the surface with her like that. I know, but it's like, and you know. And I'm glad you said something, but it's like. Well, there's a reason I didn't reach out to Teresa <laughs> because I just don't even think. One, would she even she's see just, it and write me back? She's on her honeymoon. I think she's still on her yeah, honeymoon but it's like stuff, she, but. Even if no, she did she see it and respond, I think she'd just be totally confused. She's yes. There's a lot of confusion when you take things to another level with Teresa. Yeah. And it's like, but I don't again, it's like I don't want to let people off the hook for for lack of a better 100%. word, being ignorant about something and not having the capacity to understand it. Like to me, that's just it's just it's like sad and demoralizing to know that like well, you just have to accept that there are some people that this message will not get through to. Yeah. And yeah. it feels a little bit like that's what's going on. Um, and, and I'm what not going to like... more upset? I'm not going to... Can I ask? So them doing that or versus like 90s Gwen Stefani, Bindi action going out with... Well, it's two different time name? periods, right? Like That's true. Okay. Um, I just think it's a really bizarre choice to name your podcast mm. that when you're not South Asian and your podcast is not about anything South Asian. 100%. Well, and it's it's like you got to wonder who are you guys surrounding yourself with? Exactly. I'm like, how many That's South not, Asian friends do you yeah, have? <laughs> like, exactly. what's going it's like on? like that you're not, you know, that you're not just like, or like who's on the production team? You know, yeah. like... I don't I don't know who okayed that or or if it's truly it would be interesting. Just, it, does Andy have any involvement? I'm sure with he it? has like no idea it's even happening. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. But anyway, that's enough about that. Um, I really want to just say that it's so awful and tragic what happened to Salman Rushdie at Chautauqua this yes. past week. Um, if you haven't heard, he was ambushed on stage and stabbed several times. Um, and it looks like he's going to be okay in terms of he's he's alive, but sustained severe industry, sorry, injuries, oh is going to lose an eye. Um, oh my gosh. See, I, I, I know this sounds terrible, but I read initially yeah. and then I was like, I'm just going to kind of put this out bay, but that is, lose, he's losing an eye. That is- yeah. The latest awful. thing I read was that like he is most likely losing one eye, like some severe nerve damage in one arm. Ugh. And um, I think he like stabbed his liver, which was obviously the most life threatening well, like, part. Did he stab his brain if he's st getting stabbed I, in the eye? I don't know. Not to be graphic. Not to no, be graphic. No, but it's horrific. I mean, horrific. It's horrible. It's like horrible. To, to, this guy was clearly trying to kill him and apparently the stabbing was like so bad that it like hit the person sitting next to him even and oh he had gosh. to go to the hospital it's like 
this is the type of thing that we just like cannot tolerate. Um, you know, when someone speaks out about what they believe in and then almost get murdered for it, it's like terrifying. Um, so anyway, just sending, you know, all of the positive energy to him and his family. Um, I wanted to say, so we're talking about Indian matchmaking today, but it's been a big week for South Asian content on Netflix Mm -hmm. because Never Have I Ever is out season three. It's super good. I'm recapping uh, some of the episodes with Sneha from Project Mindy. Oh, I love her. Yes. So please check out Is she loving it just as much? Yes. She, yes. And she's like all over it because like she like went to the premiere in L.A. What? Yeah. She like is all over it. So um, join me and her for recaps on her podcast page. I love it. Project Mindy. Um, It's such a great season. It's such a great show. Like I just love it. Um, And also we have reports of a new Rony cast. Oh my god! And we have so, yes. drum roll, please. I can't believe our it. Our first South drum. Asian American housewife. Woo! The fireworks go <laughs> up. I'm just gonna say, like, what else can happen? What else is celebratory? <laughs> a cannon. It's like an eight gun salute. Yes, you know. Yes. Yes. And I, I, uh, the 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 rocket takes <laughs> off. You know, in Florida, like you know what I mean. Like everything's every uh, yes, like and that montage Sheena, of like happy images. Like <laughs> yeah, and then Sheena Shea just points to her arm, her tattoo of it's all happening. It's all happening. And I'm gonna say, Deanna, this is because of you. Because when we were on Watch What Happens Live, Deanna asked Andy why we haven't had a South Asian housewife (laughs) yet. And he did not know what to say. All I'm saying is like when you're the squeaky wheel, always be the squeak, not obnoxious, but be the squeaky wheel. Yes. If you want something done. And I I would never in a million years have had the gumption or the balls (laughs) to fucking ask him that. He kind of looked like taken back, like wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I know. It's like it was such a great question. And, you know, I'm going to say here we are. Um, So her name is Shermin Laka and she Mm -hmm. or Laka and she is Pakistani American, I believe. She is. Okay. And um, I think... She's a lawyer, mm. I believe. She ba- Yes, yes. Cause she, yeah. Yeah. And she's making things happen. Yeah. So I started following her on Twitter. And yes, she follows us back. And she is like all about networking, yes. giving like workshops, for lack of a better word. Um, yeah, she's just like making moves. Like, I don't, she's just like the term, bo- the the phrase boss bitch yes. comes to mind. <laughs> yes. Um, and we needed new blood. We yes. needed new diverse blood. And I hope they, I just hope Ramona's not back because it's like. No, I, it see, I mean, the cast, the rumored new cast is like six new women I've never seen before. So I think they're shifting the old guard to this like like Leah McSweeney went to X Wives. Yeah, or ex- like no, she's on Housewives, but she got kicked off of Girls Trip. Yeah, I, I heard she was like totally disrespectful in Thailand or something. Um, so I I heard that they're gonna have like a second like OGs New York, maybe Ugh. like short because they already started filming with Luann and Sonia yeah and I think maybe it'll be like a shorter like six episode thing kind of like ultimate girls trip Ebony back 
Why not I, put Ebony in there? I, people, like, I don't understand. <sighs> it feels like punishment. I know. That she just, like, that she handled it with such sophistication and grace, that shit show. Yeah. It feels like they're punishing her. I totally 100% agree. Like, the the microaggressions and racism that she put up with, just, like, straight oh up racism gosh, just, that she put up with. And, she, and I want to say grace. Grace makes it sound like she should have handled it that way. Yeah. And it's like... Does, I don't know what... I, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I yeah. feel like... I don't know what... You know. And I just, like... I really liked Ebony. I would love to see her again. I think she's one we of the like get to know her. She's one of the most like thoughtful and well-spoken people I've heard on the show. But also like related to this, I just have to say because I was like getting into it with mm. people on Instagram, and then I just stopped. Oh my gosh, I love. See, keep going. Well, okay, I love so this stuff. Kathy Hilton on Watch What Happens oh. Live last week. Yes, referred yikes, to yikes, yikes. a photo of Lizzo as precious and there's all this debate online in the comments Mm. um on these posts about oh she's just like she can't see anything like she thought why do we excuse and it's like the worst you know what like if it wasn't problematic like why did everybody in that room cringe? Like, you know, I need to see the video. Is it really? It is cringe. I just, like everyone laughs is... nervously, and like some people what are shaking Andy their do? heads. Andy kind of does a like, like, uh, like sort of like smiles, but uncomfortably. It's like that's all you need to know. You don't need to qualify. Like everybody in that room knew it was inappropriate. And that's all we need to know about that. We don't need to get into a whole like discourse about why it's this and that. And I admit that I did, but I'm getting out of that. And I'm just saying, good for you. This is not okay. I'm over Kathy Hilton. I don't. I the like the sunshine and rainbows or the honeymoon period. It's over for me. And I'm like ready for her to be off of my Bravo TV screen. So. That's yeah. It. Well, I just want to say there was a show that when I was thinking of her, I was thinking of like there was a cartoon when I was younger that was, I think, actually made in the 60s and the 70s called Mr. Magoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mr. Magoo, he couldn't see like he never had his glasses. Okay. And that was the cartoon. He's like walking into traffic and all this stuff. <laughs> and like, I just remember being really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I feel like they're trying to play Kathy Hilton like he's Mr. Like she's Mr. Magoo. Yeah. And it's like, no, she is just like in her own world. She's and, out of touch. And has, she's out of touch and has set up her world mm-hmm. to like just accommodate views. And, and we see this with a lot of the housewives, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and yes, I was very like entertained by, um, Kathy Hilton. And of course we started, all of us started scratching our heads and being like, okay. And I am very interested. Like, I don't think her and, uh, Kyle are talking right now. Oh no. It sounds like she said some absolutely abhorrent things to her sister. No, Kathy did said some really awful stuff about Kyle to some other people who then told Kyle. I think all this drama is going to unfold later in the season. And there is a rumor today, or maybe it started yesterday, that Diana and Rinna are off. Oh, Rinna? That they have already been served. Yeah, <gasps> that they've already been served. there. But I don't, 
I don't know. Maybe it's just a rumor. Well, I don't really, you know, Diana, I barely know her. It's fine. We don't know. Rinna, I'm happy to say goodbye. I mean, goodbye. Goodbye. Like the tears, the fake tears about her mom. She has no storyline. And I understand that. Like her mother dying at ninety, whatever is heartbreaking. Of course, it's hard but, to like, lose your mom. Like this cannot be your storyline. Literally can, every episode when they see a bird, it's like bye, Lois, and it's like okay. And you know okay. she was upset because they didn't spend a whole episode on Lois, right? Mm, yeah. Ugh. Oh, was she? Did she actually say that? Yeah, that she oh, wished wow. Bravo would spend more time, and it's like. From that to like her yelling at Sutton, yeah, um, was so fake and like I know what are we doing here? Like, like this is not a soap opera. It is a soap opera, but it's like now it's like so transparent, yeah, of a soap opera that she's trying to make it. Like we need to pull, we need a Sutton who is just like, am I on TV? (laughs) Like I am awkward and I am gonna say the wrong things and. The like viewers are gonna either hate me or love me. Like she just has no game. Yeah, you know Sutton, and that's the most entertaining. She's thing so about messy, her. and it's it's so good she's, t- for TV. It's so good. Um, not my. She's not. I wouldn't want to hang with her. No, at all. no, no, never. <laughs> I don't want to go into her store and go shopping. No, I don't want to be around her. But I like watching her mess on TV. I do. Um. A couple family karma updates. Um, today we're we're recording on Wednesday, August seventeenth. Um, Vishal, Amrith, and Bali have all posted like what look like confessional looks, like they're filming confessionals. Right. So I think that's why we still haven't had our season three. Did anyone get back to you about the family karma update stuff of like, that's not true about Monica or that is true about Monica? Nobody said it wasn't true. Most some people were like, yeah, I noticed that too. Um, No confirmation from Monica or Rishi about it, okay. And I didn't ask, I, you know, I don't want to like put no, no, it's, salt it's, to the it's, wound. It's not our business. No. Yeah. Like I don't, Beyond like speculating what happened, it's their story to tell, really. Um, but it does look like no one from the cast, no one, no one confirmed that this is the case. But I mean, all all signs kind of point to that, um, which is why we need a reunion after this season. Yes, because it seems like maybe the breakup happened after the season was filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, and uh, one of our IG followers, um, mm-hmm. I won't reveal names or details, saw Brian out and it's confirmed that he is not single. Wait, in Florida? Yeah. So Brian has a girlfriend. Ha- but were they like, was it making out or were they just like on a date? I don't know anything more than that. Okay. Okay. Um, okay interesting. But. Wanted to share that because I think it's okay. important. I think we all, I think we knew that. We were speculating maybe he's dating yeah. someone new. Um, and I think hopefully we'll get that whole story more on this next season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just 
general podcast news. Um, we've been, Deanna and I have been announcing like changes. I feel like every episode we do, we're like, mm-hmm. here, we're changing things up. We're changing things up. Life, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, life is ever changing is the way I see it. It is. And I think like, you know, the reality is like, I'm going to be giving birth in a couple months. Right. Um, like there's a lot going on and we're like, we just, we have the most engagement and listeners on our main feed, which is what you're listening to. It's incredible. And we're so thankful for that. And um, we've been working really hard to grow our Patreon and and put content there regularly. But for the amount of people we have signed up for that and the amount of work that that takes, um, we just feel like when we're recording, we want people to be listening. So we're going to be taking a pause on our patreon recorded content and of course we're going to leave our patreon up for those who want to continue to support us in that way we like Mm -hmm. so appreciate it um literally just to kind of like pay to host this podcast and stuff like that um and and we understand if people can't continue their commitment without the content that's fine but we just want to focus our efforts on the main feed because we know that's where most of our listeners are and, um, you know, hopefully we'll, t- we'll see where things go. Like it's always changing. Yes. Um, so- and we're always ready for like advertisers or <laughs> yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, we would. I mean, yeah. yeah, I was surprised how much like when we went back to the main feed, seeing how many people were listening. I was like, what? Yeah. Like I was like, I forgot like how many people. Yeah. I don't want to say love us, but listen well, to I us. Well, I mean, it's it's still amazing to me what, like, how many years have we been doing this? Okay, Two I, years? it's like, I know, it's like someone who I've never met is listening to, <laughs> yeah. or or being like these bitches. That blows you know, my like, mind. Like whatever. And it's funny because you see in some of the written, um, like, reviews, write us a review, by the yes. way, wherever you get your podcast. It's like... Like, my favorite is, like, are these women high? I'm like, no. But, like, I wish I could get high. I wish I could, like, function being high. But no. No, we're not high. Not we're just, just like cannabis. this. <laughs> I drink once a month, if that, and I have a drink, you know. And I am off the Like, I'm not... I wish. I know. Okay, we wish we were high. We wish we could blame our rambling <laughs> mouths and like weird ideas. I know. We and wish. Speaking of, speaking of, I want to say with Monica's, can I transition? Speaking of breakups. Yes. Let's start with Nadia on Indian matchmaking. Oh. And I know people are just like finally like, okay, a few yeah. of these bitches are finally <laughs> like, getting what, okay. 30 minutes okay. in. Here we are. <laughs> I, Andrew. So my thing is, is so last night. So wait, the kids we're through episode three, which means three. Nadia was, just had that that uh, date with Vishal in LA where he basically flew out there to tell her okay, he doesn't want to be a, with her. Okay, so. Is Nadia still based in New Jersey? Um, this is what I'm confused. Andrew and I were confused. Nadia? I said, yes. this is my I, idea. I think she lives most of the time in New Jersey, maybe even with her no, she, I think she lives on her own. I, she has her own apartment. So I was telling Andrew, I was like, I wonder if she's in New Jersey for like 
trying to get an agent or something because she's like a Hollywood person or doing like kind of Hollywood y thing. Well, she's definitely Again. like, let's, let's, so this is a major change from season one is that these people who are coming back have become influencers. Like Aparna and Nadia are now absolutely influencers. Up, we'll get to Aparna. Yeah, we'll get to Aparna. Oh Deanna's shaking gosh. her okay, head. So- <laughs> It's just I'm rubbing I'm rubbing like my 11s they're called they're the wrinkles in between my <laughs> in between my eyebrows and rubbing my forehead because Aparna is okay okay but are, Nadia are we gonna have her on this podcast we've had Aparna on this podcast I know but are we gonna, and no we're say. gonna be honest with what we see on the okay, show okay but I mean and and I think I'm gonna take into account our conversation with her and everything because she. I'm going to put a pause on she's that. She's great on screen. She's great on she uh, not on screen uh, in the our podcast. She was fine. No, and and she yeah. Okay. So Are back the, to Nadia. Okay, okay, Nadia. She's in LA for this thing. She probably has some sort of doing? opportunity. That's what I yeah. was telling Andrew. I was like, I bet she's out there because he's like, why? Why would she be there she for a th- month? Yeah, because yeah, I was like, I don't know if she has an agent. She's meeting with her agent or doing like. Who knows? TikTok. Who the fuck knows? Just some kind <laughs> of Hollywood. But like, okay, so okay. let's go back though because. Shaker, okay, let's go back. Okay, so Shaker is from okay, season Shaker's one. Okay, Shaker's a catch. Yeah. Like, everybody loves him, right? Like, yes. the girls love him. The parents love him. Everybody loves him. But What are we doing, Nadia? <laughs> like, wh- so, but and I like, said I've been Nadia. I, were you confused? Because I was confused. Because he, I thought they were together. I thought they were legitimately dating because he came. But have they seen each other since that Chicago bo- like initial thing? Yes, because remember in it's in the last episode that we watched, there's this whole conversation about how, oh, I came out to Chicago to see you again or something. And we had this whole weekend and it felt like you didn't really like me. Yes. Um, and, but how many times have they seen each other? I mean... It seems like from what I gather on social media, like the the main cast of season one, like stayed tight and would like often see each other at events okay, and things like that vital. over. This is vital. And I think Nadia maintained interest in him. Maybe. I don't know. He definitely was interested in her, though. Like he came, he I, flew to New Jersey to meet I her know. family. And I'm like, this is what I, people do when they're dating. I could imagine, especially in the South Asian community, like I don't want to make assumptions, but especially in the South Asian community where it's like, now we're meeting the other guy and this is a really big yeah. fucking deal. I mean, it, it's Am a I big deal to take, your, like, your, to take someone home yes. to your parents in any culture, right? That's true. That's true. Like... My thing is, is I, 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 I used to be like naughty a little bit. Okay, in like, what way? I always wanted to have, in high school, like I didn't date, but like I knew certain guys liked me mm-hmm. and I would keep them in the waiting wings for Got my self-esteem. It. So you always had... And I wouldn't hook up with them or anything like that. Well, <laughs> hooking up like Frenching, maybe. You know, like that's my version of hooking you up. You had a little roster like, though. Or, Yes, or in in the beginning in my early 20s I did that too. Okay, okay. And that was that was pure um self-esteem. That was just yeah. purely to feed my self-esteem. Okay. As, and if I don't think anyone's listening that was in that kind of flow, but 
and I apologize, but like after therapy and stuff like that, and Nadia might be totally different. Yeah. I realized that I, I needed approval and to be like liked and stuff like that. And that's why I did that. Yeah. And I cut that shit out as soon as I was like 23. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm not doing that anymore. Well, Does that make sense? Yes. And to me, I just feel like maybe there's a bit of the, of awareness that I'm on a TV show and this could be a good storyline with her. But that's so fucked up because you're playing like the way he took it. It wasn't like we're on a TV show. You I mean, admit. the way he goes, I don't get frustrated often. And I'm I'm let's just say that oh I'm God. frustrated. And then I think he did he say like. I think I'm going to cry. Yes. Team Shaker. I mean, and Nadia, this isn't a good look like this is not we're not on your side. Well, someone's lying. Right. And I think it's Nadia. Well, on Twitter, I can say the Indian matchmaking season two feedback was like basically Nadia. What did you expect after after Vishal? You're kind of like reap what you sow. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's like. Here she has this mixer. She's like maybe in sort of a situationship with Shaker. Like it's clear they have not hooked to up. To make out in fr- in front it's of Shaker so is rude. like it's rude. It's not rude. It's not nice. It's like it's without a conversation. I mean, these two are talk on the phone every single day. Yeah, girl. Like come even on. if you're not hooking up, like stop. Like. Why haven't you brought it up to him that you don't feel like he's interested in you? This is a mature. It it just feels maturity meant like like just insecurity. She's it's like, thirty three. Okay, so I thought Vishal was twenty six. Am I making that yeah, up? Yeah, there's seven year age difference. Oh yes, there's seven years, and it's like the thing that I was telling Andrew. I was like with Seema Auntie. I was like she knows people. Yeah, like. like agree with her preference of who you should date or not she's she knows. been in the business of she knows people and she's telling you something she's saying this is not like, the right choice this is not it patrick said to me he was like nadia is this a classic case of someone seeing exactly what they want to see and ignoring all the red flags go on well go i mean on. it's like vishal is uh, <laughs> I hate to like make these gendered stereotypes, but it is true. I think that men mature at a slower rate than women. We talked about this. Andrew and I did too. We talked about that. Yes. And I I think, you know, so when you hear the aunties and Simon, auntie and uncle and Sima auntie talking about how, Oh, like the men should be older and things like that. It sounds like antiquated, but it's also like there's a bit of truth to it. And and also, like, these days, especially, like, in your mid-20s, yes, you don't know anything about yourself. I'm sorry if you're listening to this 100%. in your mid-20s, but, like, you are still, I'm still figuring it out, and I'm in my mid-30s. So, like, yeah. I, I just think it's a Life's time a of journey. exploration. Life's a journey. Life's a journey. He clearly is not in a space. He's a fuckboy. Is he going to be on <laughs> Fuckboy Island? <laughs> That guy is no, absolutely a fuckboy. Absolutely. Let's put, like, like next show, bring him to, is he, and then it's like, okay, I was a fuckboy. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. Yeah. And it, I mean, and he's cute. He's good looking. He's like on the scene. He's outgoing. Like he caught her eye. Right. They were on the dance floor and they made out night one. 
Like, Which is fun, but it's like, don't do that in front of. Not when uh, you're like, yeah, shaker. don't do that in front of this That's guy so... who like likes you. And I mean. And that you've been flirting with. The, when I saw the way he reacted to that phone call on that bridge, I was like, that that relationship That's... was real for him. And like. A hundred percent. It's just. And Nadia's like leaving something out. There's something she's not telling and us. That's the thing. If we we saw that or we heard rumors of first season when she tried to make I forget his name up like that he guy, stood me up yes. and stuff. Remember, he was gonna and come on and tell like, us his story, and we never had. Oh him my on. gosh! And I hope what can we reach out to him? And be like, oh Have yeah, you I even bet. Even seen this. And and like and he was like I, that's not what happened actually yeah. and I told Andrew that and I was like I she like through the grapevine and rumors she did not come across yeah as innocent as possible or as she seemed if you kind of like tap into all that like Indian matchmaking rumor mill yeah and like I don't know to me it's like I don't want to vilify Nadia because I think she's no I think she's still figuring out like. Truly, I think she's still like finding confidence in herself in these dating situations, like similar to what you were saying about like find looking for validation and other people Mm -hmm. showing interest in you. Like we see this a lot. Like if you're watching The Bachelorette right now, Rachel, The Bachelorette wacky is like she cannot she she needs validation so badly that it's like she needs to work on that. I think before she can like really be in a solid relationship with someone. And I think that's what we're seeing with Nadia on that show on the bachelorette. Is it getting better with Rachel? I mean, one week she's like devastated and crying and canceling all of her dates. The next, the guys start telling her that they're falling in love with her. Even the guys she doesn't like, you can tell. But when they say that to her, the way she lights up because she's been validated by a man. What's her parental situation again? Um, I think she has... Good relationship with the parents? I, I think so. I'm trying to remember her hometown, but I think she has a close Gabby. family. Gabby doesn't, is not close with her mom, no, right? No, Gabby is estranged from her mom, and that's a huge part. But Gabby's... It sounds like from the Rose Pod, she's kind of doing the work. She she is, and she's very open about it with the men who she's really trying to get close with. Yeah, and she sends, you know, spoiler alert, she sends home a front runner because he has a daughter, and she doesn't feel ready to assume the responsibility of being a mother yet because she still feels like she has work to do. I thought he was the hottest one, by the way. Nate, yeah, from like picture, yeah, yeah. Um, so with like Nadia, the the other red flag that I saw, yeah, is the long conversation after he says, "I don't want to be with you." Yes. That was a huge because Andrew and I were talking and he was like, I wonder if production was like, you have to stay at this table for an hour. Well, he sits down and tells her before he's ordered a drink. Why would you sit there and discuss it further? Why did he fly out? I, this is the this is an example of when I it's think he should scratcher. have called her yes, to let her know I think so instead too. of. And this isn't. Yeah. Yeah. But like, why would you, my red flag is it's been two weeks. It was probably an intense two weeks. Yeah. But there's more going on of these questions, these weighted questions and this time spent with this person that doesn't want to be in a romantic relationship with you. Yeah. Of 
searching for life's answers that he has a 26 year old doesn't have that you've spent two weeks with but she doesn't have i think the like overall force or like she doesn't have the overall picture i think enough i see to what see you're saying that. like forest through the trees she's in the forest yes. and i think truly i think she really liked him i think she really really liked him the way she broke down after he got up from the table and on in her confessional i mean i've I've been there before. Like she was her, she was, her heart was broken. She was. I agree. Yeah. I, I think there's more, the heart's broken, but I think there is more weighted. Is that fair? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like, just like, this is, this is more than just this relationship. Yeah. There's more going on behind those tears. Like there's yeah. more just like, again, and, and if it was just this, maybe I'd think different, but with her and shaker and like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, I, <sighs> what are we doing? And why are you choosing? Like, like, cause I was, Andrew and I were talking and I was like, you know, he's two years older than me. And when I met him, I was 31 or 30 mm -hmm. and he was like, in um an old warehouse living yeah with like i say that i've said this on this podcast like playing street fighter and drinking <laughs> 40s at night with his like eight roommates yes they barely had heat yes you know like the dog was oh shasta was running around and it was just like the bikes lined <laughs> up yep you know, let's go ride bikes and get hammered and stuff like that Typical and like brooklyn yeah lifestyle. just like yeah and, and it's like, I was living on my own, mm -hmm. you know, working like a 60 hour week job. Of course I was like partying and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't have like, so, cause I, they lived in a basement. It was like, you'd be on the toilet. Well, first of all, you had to wait in line to get on the toilet because there were so <laughs> oh many God. roommates, but this is the difference. Why would like, if I was like, yeah, like have sex with them or whatever and do that, yeah, I, I support that, but don't. The eggs in one basket with a 26 year old and you're 33. I'm like, I'm like, don't do it. He seemed nice enough, but I mean, I just, I, there's a lot there. So I'm interested to see how her journey progresses on the season. Yeah. I just want her to like, I don't know, like a woman needs a man that he yeah. never presented himself like a man. No, you know, he presented agreed. me of someone who like a has boy. a midtown job and like, yeah. yeah, and just like lives in midtown and like goes and gets hammered with his friends yeah. and like dresses preppy or whatever. It just like. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So we talked about Nadia and Shekhar. Our last returning person is Aparna. Uh, oh, no, no. Because Pradyuman is also from last season, but Aparna. Um, so how do you feel? Aparna is a very strong minded woman. And in a lot of ways, when I see how self-assured she is about her self-worth and how great she is, I'm like, mm. I wish I could have a little bit. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> self-worth to grand grandosity. I Grand see yeah. a blurred line. Like, I'm not trying to knock her down as a female, but no. Well, there's there's like and maybe it's the editing. Well, I, I think say. it's like there's this. Uh, it's definitely the editing, but I think it's also. I mean, there's a there's a bit of truth to what we see, obviously, and I think that people there's a fine line between pumping yourself up, believing in yourself, knowing you have self worth, and also being able to recognize that you have faults and that like 
not everything you do is completely right all the time. And I think maybe what you're saying, if I'm reading you right, is like, it's a little bit too much. I'm the best and not like enough humility. I would say. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying it's a per- she has the personality disorder or anything, but like, yeah, no, it's like it's, it's narcissistic behavior. Right. Yes. There you go. Um, and, and it could be the editing. I mean, the way they show her apartment hunting makes it seem yes. like, you know, welcome to New York. Yeah. You know, it's like I've never lived in any of those kind of apartments, so I don't know. But yeah. um, I just what do you think of yourself if nothing's good enough is what I like to think is like we're all mirrors right like we we surround ourselves we're mirrors of you know like I feel like you're a mirror of how I feel of myself if our friendship you know what I mean or like my relationship or my thing like it's not physical things but I just feel like I don't know what do you think of yourself if nothing around you is good enough that's a really good point and that and that's what it is with her nothing is good enough like when she's apartment hunting and she's like this apartment is great, but like the kitchen is too big. It just eats into my living space. Like it doesn't work. Like, but you know, and I think uh, Viral, the new woman is like, I'm seeing a lot of that in her too, which I find interesting. Because it's like, why are the men all, you know, this way? And then the women are all this way. Yeah. I mean, I think, does that make sense? Well, I think that like Aparna's story and who she was, like, she kind of made season one of Indian matchmaking. I mean, she was, mm. to me, the star of the show. Remember her mom? I was trying to explain oh. to Andrew her mom. <laughs> I know. I want her mom back. I hope she makes an appearance. But, yeah, I mean, it's like one of those things where, like, she really, it's just fascinating to see how people approach these things when they have this self-assuredness and this, and these checklists, like, like, like um, Seema Auntie says about I'm glad Viral. they do the checklist. She's like, that checklist the f- is too long. You will not get everything on that checklist. I think half of what Seema is saying to people in these matchmaking situations is you're going to need to make compromises. 100%. And I think Aparna is not down with that. She's not willing to listen to that. She's like, I want it all. And I want it all in my apartment and I want it all in my lifestyle and I want it all in my relationship. I want it all when I'm out to drinks with my girlfriends. Yeah. I was like, if I was sitting at that drinks, I would be like, thank you very much. Bye bye. <laughs> like, we're not, you know what I mean? Just yeah. Like it was just like she was like kind of and maybe like that's what the the production wanted to do is her holding court. Yeah, Um, I think so. Just like I don't see any like amount of humility. Like when she was yawning, I would be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You know, this is nothing. Like It's just like I think it's I thought that was very rude. I uh, that guy was so nervous and. Yeah, it was just like and he was a great guy. I know. And I mean, I think that like a huge part of like being in a relationship is being able to see your partner and help them when something is wrong. She wants someone who's successful, but not someone who is working towards that success that she has in mind. It's just like, yeah, it's this like it's just this fantasy that is not realistic and this is when like the the narcissistic tendencies Mm -hmm, i'll say mm kind of takes in of just like 
again, like I want this, but I don't want to recognize like the emotional or physical commitment to get that. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, it's definitely like a little bit of like a fairy tale dream world thing where it's like, this is just not real. And and we see that in The Bachelor, right? Yes. Because they put them in these yes. fairy tale. I mean, you know this way more than me, but it's a great study if you put themselves in these fairy tale experiences. Yeah. And the real world is very different. And Aparna lives in that kind of it's appears from editing this bachelor bachelorette yeah experience wants that experience yeah I mean I think I think to me with her and with Viral it's like this this need to and I've been a victim of it too to like optimize every aspect of your life kind of you know like the pantry <laughs> like the closet yes. and like all of these things and it's like I think the thing that has taught me the most that that life is just fucking messy is having children actually. Yeah. And that like, um, and it's, it's hard when you're like a perfectionist and you have been able to optimize for these things and you have had the money and success to kind of like make things exactly how you want them. But it's like the minute you introduce someone else into that picture, compromise just has to happen. It has and money to. and success doesn't take care of mental health, emotions, healing, no. maturity. You know what I mean? And we've seen this with a lot of celebrities. We'll just say pop culture celebrities yeah. of like, you know, it's like I was listening to this podcast on addiction mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, you go through these stages of behavior and it's like, are you in the infantile stage? Are you in like the adolescent phase? Are you in the adult stage or are you in like whatever above that and it's like it feels very infantile Mm -hmm. you know kind of like I want what I want and I want it now and I'm not willing to make a comp I want my bottle I'm gonna cry until I get my bottle yeah and it's like I don't I personally don't want to live my life emotionally in this infantile stage and like I want to live my life in an adult compromise and Especially when you, I always say the 3 a.m. fights in the morning with a baby. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> you're looking at each other like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And, and, even, and that stuff gets introduced even maybe if you don't have kids, but you you start totally. to live with someone. Like their habit of leaving their shoes somewhere. I'm talking about Patrick the hates it. I leave my shoes all over the place yes. and he hates it. You know, it's like, I'm like, there's just like things that you just like, and you get in little fights about them. And like you have, yes. and it's like, it's not optimal. It's really not optimal. If like you had everything your way, like, yeah. but w- how do you work around those things to like have something larger that benefits you such as a like loving supportive partner and relationship exactly and it's like I don't know I think it is this like sense of inflated self like the ego of just like yeah you know there's no balance between um like the super ego or the id or whatever you want to call it that's Freudian but like 
I don't know. It's like humility to me is like a very sincere aspect of something I look for in like people I communicate Mm with. mm -hmm. And I grew up, I want to say, I recognize that a lot because I grew up with in a family that didn't have humility. Yeah. And it was something I had to learn later on. Mm -hmm. And what I learned is that when sometimes people don't have humility, it's just a form of insecurity. Uh. And I I hate to use this example, but like Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. he has no humility. None. Zero. And he's the most insecure motherfucker. Like we can, you know, no matter Absolutely. if you voted for him or not or believe it, he's such an insecure motherfucker. And the the lack of humility plays into that. Yes, that's so true. It really does. And it and it makes a person and it and it doesn't have to be if that's how you are or you've been even your whole life, it yes. doesn't mean you can't change. I really don't think Thank it means you, you Indra. can't change. I love that you said that. Again, you can change. And Nadia, you can, I'm not saying like she can change. Yeah. Like this is all learning stuff. Yeah. But when you have the blinders on and you just want to hold court, like it seems like a part is doing or like yeah. you're just going to be rigid. Like you're, you're, why would you want to live so rigid and not just open up your world to new experiences and new things? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I want to know what you think of Akshay. The Which one is Akshay again? He is the new guy who lives in Nasik in India. Wow. I did not. Th- okay. Andrew's like, that was stage. I was like, I don't think it's stage. Okay. So first of all, the face reader comes back again. <laughs> yes. And I told him. I told Andrew, I was like, that's my number one job I want. And I'm not even trying to be funny. I know, but Don't I you find that I job? love it. I love it. I feel like we could name this podcast face reading. Face reader. <laughs> I think we should have a face reader on here. I know. Well, we tried like, to find incredible. one. Incredible. I mean, okay. So he reads his face and says that he has a curse on him. And do you think it was staged? I mean, of course, like, like what part of it? Like the puja he did like and the everything. The face reader was, the face reader knew before he said that, oh, that he y- was. Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm so, gull- I was like, I don't think it's, I think the face I reader think he, doing I think job. he knew that he had like a broken engagement and all that. I mean, but I want to know, like, cause I thought Akshay was like really charismatic and likable in the first episode. Him. But then the second episode when he went on that date with that woman and kept cutting her off like every two seconds. Oh, yes. What did you think of that? It's hard. Like, I just, I want to talk to his, I'm so interested in that relationship that got broken off. I know. And I want to know more about that woman that was sitting next to him. If they could all talk. And I know maybe she is talking. Maybe she is. That's so true. I know. I know. It's like, well, I do think that there is an element of this like parents approval, families being able to work together. Is he the only child? I can't remember. They haven't showed like a brother or sister. So and that's the thing. There's it's like, a lot I... of only children on this show. <laughs> Golden boys and only children, again, bless you. But like, I just, it's tough. Yeah, it's it's a different experience. One that I will never know because I just, I didn't have it. But I think that, um, I think I could absolutely see him being an only child. I mean, he just seemed like he didn't have space for someone else to be able to like, 
even be in the conversation in that on that date. And it was and I think she was like, what the fuck is this? Like, (laughs) I liked her. I wanted more of her. Me too. Me too. Um, But like, he's interesting. In in 2021, with all the options, I'm wondering who's going to want to move to a town. I don't it sounds like a pretty small town. It's probably like five million people. I'm going to tell you small town is like five million (laughs) people. No, no, it's I don't know. Like golden, like smaller (laughs) than golden Colorado. Basically, I was like, what are we doing? Are we in like South Park, Colorado? Like what? No. Okay. It's one point four eight million people. Okay. Okay. That's like the state of Vermont. <laughs> what has he burned his bridges back home? Like why can't No, no. Why hasn't he found someone? Well, so that is small town living for India, though. That's that the is- thing. Because Bombay is like, okay, let's see, population. Because what is it? Mumbai is the closest town, they said. It's not a town. Yeah, sorry, the closest Mumbai. City. I say Bombay because I'm used to that from when I was little. Okay, in 2022. Okay, so wait, was, was Mumbai called B- Bombay before? Yes, it was. That was the okay. colonial given name and they the reclaimed their The white girl history lesson. 21 million people live in Jesus. Mumbai. And how far away is that? Uh, he said it was like a few hours away. So that's not, I mean, I look at Nasik having been to India and in these big, huge cities and then okay, go, gone out to, to the countryside. I would want to live on the countryside more. Talk to me. And the countryside, again, 1.5 million people on the countryside. <laughs> so. Okay, so can I ask, what do you think his housing is like? Like, is he living, he's living in a house, right? Yeah, like, I think we saw it maybe, like, you know, it's typical, like, these these apartments, large, largish apartments and buildings, all, like, tiled floors to keep cool. So, He's not in a house, you don't think? You think he's in no, an apartment? No, no. I, th- he maybe where he lives, he's able to have like an actual like separate structure house. But okay. that is increasingly rare in India. Um, like my family's home that they had, like a, a freestanding bungalow in Kanpur. Um, since then, has now been turned into four separate four buildings that are all kind of attached. And it's like interesting. So I mean, there just think about the population density, like we think we have issues here in Boulder, Colorado, like, just think about the scale. I, I, I well, you and I need to go. Oh, I, yes. I was like, every I need to see this for my own eyes. It's really overwhelming. Like it's totally overwhelming. And speaking of can we talk because we brushed by this with Aparna? Yeah. Her astrologer. Uh, <laughs> yes. my, I told Andrew, I was like, she, I think she pays people to hang around her. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, the astrologer was getting paid. Absolutely. At that but tea. I was like, OK, there's an East Asian astrologer living in India. in India I thought she lived in India at first I, I I don't know but it was very <laughs> confusing and then when like the when zoom she call got cut off the- and she was like well I guess we were done anyway <laughs> see that means she can't handle she she can handle what she can handle and then everything else yeah. is like gonna be shut out and the thing is is like when she started talking about past lives I was like this is I hate to say it, a bunch of baloney. Oh, yeah. All of it. She is paying people to pay. She's paying people to say what she wants. And yeah, it's it's all like 
if you actually listen to any of that stuff, and this is not to hate on people who like appreciate no. these things, because I, I I'm actually really jealous of those people yeah. that like believe in something. No, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and of course, there's like things to that, and like whatever. But is like it's often a bunch of platitudes. It's like, oh, I see these great things happening for you in your future. You were actually his mother. Yeah. I was like, what are we talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I mean, and I think eventually you say, out. <laughs> you say enough platitudes, it's like, it's something's going to feel really splat on at some point. That's kind of how I see a lot of it. Like, again, it's just not my cup of tea, but... I know a no. lot of people who it is and yes. that's great. And like, again, I'm jealous that people believe in something and like have faith in like this, like organized thing yeah. that you can kind of sit down like church. Like I, 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 you know, dismissed myself from my religious upbringing yeah. uh, because it was, I felt like it was harmful to me. Yeah. Um, but I'm very jealous of people that go to church and, and, and say these prayers and believe it. Yes. And it's like, helpful for them and all sorts of things yes, like and that. Yes, and it heals them. Yes. And and if something bad happens to you, you're like, it's fine, I'm going to go say like in my or my old religion, Hail Mary and talk to the priest and if everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And that's just not how I roll these days. Well, I think it's like, I've gotten into I <laughs> the times in my life where I've like gotten really into my astrology, which is literally just like reading my horoscope every day. And mm-hmm. I, I haven't ever gotten really deep. Um, it's actually been times when I've like really need, I've like been really low and like really needed some sort of like hope or mm-hmm. something to like hold on to. And so did you read into the thing that much more since you needed oh, yeah, some I'd be sense like, of hope? Oh, well maybe this means like things yes. are going to get better or like this thing will improve or, you yes. know, like this is this whatever will like change my whatever. And and I have to say in those moments, it was helpful to have even that, you yes. know. So and I'm not saying that like you have to have some sort of like weakness to be into this stuff because that's not no, true. No, no. But I, I, I'm like you. I wish that like I could have something like that. Like an that, organized. Yeah. That would just like make me feel good or better about things. Yes. (laughs) I mean, people look at climate change and they can bring some spirit, not spiritual, but religious aspect into it. And it's like, instead of me being like, well, the world's going to end, I guess like that's that, you know, we'll burn it. We'll all burn on the earth, this earth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not to sound negative, but it was just, it was just so like, I don't know. I just, is her name Ver- Viral? Is that am I pronouncing yes. it? So Viral is the new I woman. I thought the other Viral was such a catch. You what? Or the other man, the man in the furniture store. I thought he was such. Oh a catch. Oh my god, that guy was great. He was handsome. He he was cool. He was rolling with. Yes. Things. He was like clearly taken aback a little bit by some of the stuff yes, she was saying, who can and he blame would like, him? and he like managed it and was respectful, and he wasn't an asshole, and he was like, you know, he just like he. I was surprised that she didn't like him, but maybe and, I shouldn't be. I thought it was, I thought it was so rude when she called out the second guy for his picture. I thought that was so unclassy. What did she say again? She said that that picture is not up to date. And I <gasps> oh, recognize yeah, that when she went on Facebook, right? That was 
Don't you think that was so rude? Yeah. I thought it was rude. I, you know, I didn't think it at the time, but now that you're saying it, it is a little bit like, ooh. If you're never going to date him again, never going to see him. Yeah. Why are you going to crush? Because I think there's people out there and you know people and I know people that are out there to crush people's spirit. Yeah. Because they feel so low. And I felt like that. I'm not saying she is like that all the time. I felt like that he was she was just trying to crush his spirit and be like, what? What do you expect me to say? It's like a Ramona thing. Yeah, I know. You know where Ramona's like, I had to say it. Like, what do you expect me to say? And like, do you does think that- she's going to go on a date with that guy? No, I don't think. And I, I why would you say that in the first date and instead just be like six months later? I was like, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny because I thought that was like your picture and blah, blah, blah not your picture. And yeah, it was from five years ago. It Ugh. was just so un- it was so rude. It it. it- it was kind of rude now that you mention it. I I am interested to see what happens with her. Um, I think she has some redeeming qualities that will hopefully shine through. Um, I don't know what they are yet, but I just I feel know. like We're trying they're to there. Figure it out. I feel like I they're hope there. She just does a little better and like has like shows us more heart and leads with her heart. Yeah. Because d- doing that to someone else is not leading with your heart. Yeah. And you know, like, Back to Aparna, like I follow her on social media and, you know, I think that she she has she has heart in her. Like, I think there's just a lot like there's a lot like we're all working through things. And I think that she's working through things, but maybe doesn't even realize it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's interesting to have her. The other thing that I'm interested in is that when we spoke with her on this podcast, she talked about all the negative feedback that she got from being on the show and she decided to do it again, you know, like for whatever reason, like she wanted to show herself in a different light or she wanted Mm. to tell her story anyway, or she's like, you know, I don't know any number of, maybe she's like, it's been great having, all these followers and I want more, mm-hmm. which is totally why people do things like this. Um, which is why people go on Bachelor in Paradise. Absolutely. I mean, and that's just that's just a reality at this point on these shows. So, um, yeah, I, I did. I think I saw of her post something about how she does find love on this season. So, okay. but I'm not sure Maybe if that's the LA true. guy. We'll see. We'll see. And then so they end this last episode with Pradyuman, who is also from season one. He actually got engaged on season right. one. And th- those two seem like when he branded that ice, I was like, you guys are made in heaven. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, I get so uncomfortable watching him make cocktails oh. that I cannot. It's like for him making cocktails is like, and I've said this on this podcast, is like someone reading poetry in front of me. <laughs> do you know what i mean (laughs) yes and um so they shut they end with like this hot woman's Mm. legs walking in the door and who is it we don't know godspeed 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 to that guy and good luck and and i know they'll they'll be happy and (laughs) and i think also because i know we're reaching an hour but like um is it arshneel is that am I saying his name? Who's that? He's the cardiologist. Oh, wait, I haven't gotten With that far. Are you past? Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen. I don't I haven't know. S- 
Did I? Okay, he's the catch. He's the catch. I think I did see that clip, though, about him saying, like, my mom found this matrimony. He is the number one catch on Indian matchmaking. Okay. I hope uh, maybe I'll be heard it here. But from the he is I I am like if I was like, you know, younger, I was not even like I was such a dirtbag in certain (laughs) ways when I was younger. Like he is just like he's such a catch. Okay. Okay. I can't wait to watch more. How many episodes are there in this season? Um, I don't know. Um, I didn't look, but we're we're obviously going to keep um we're gonna keep going keep everybody and then and then bollywood wives is coming back you said i uh, yes that's coming back so we'll be I recapping that okay so there's eight episodes in this season so maybe we'll do all the rest for our next recap yes. we'll see how how far we get but we wanted to get something out there this week because it's everyone's watching um there's so it's much so to good. discuss <laughs> So much to discuss. Um, I also heard from a good friend of mine that Spotify now allows you to review podcasts, like write a oh, review. Oh my god! So if you're this listening on Spotify and you like what yes. you're hearing, um, leave us a review. Reviews and ratings um, and subscribing and all that really helps yes. get and our we- podcast out there more. And it's like I said, it's like it's so interesting to see because we can see what people are listening to. Yeah. Like artists and half of the artists in our top whatever are South Asian artists. That is so great. I love it. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. Um, Yeah. So again, um, great to be doing this. Um, We'll have more episodes for you soon. Again, we're kind of focusing all of our content into the main feed again. As soon as we get more information, which is hopefully any time now about next season of Family Karma, we'll let you know. Um, But otherwise, anything else, Deanna? Does it feel weird to say this? No. No, we're going to say it with pride. Okay. Namaste, bitches. Namaste, bitches. bitches.